Praise God. <coughs> Let me wish us good evening um, wherever we are listening now. Welcome to the Shift Conference sponsored by Train the Trainers Leadership Center. I'm Oluwasomi Ashe, a Kingdom Advocate and a Leadership Trainer. I believe in the future of the world and Nigeria, and I believe that for us to have a good future and a unique future, there is a need for our leaders to be trained and for them to be suitable in the pathway of greatness. I understand that it is not all leaders that want to be trained, and a few participation in a program like this. One of the problems with Africa or Nigeria as a black world country is that our leaders don't like to be trained. Our leaders don't like to be trained. Our leaders believe that they can be self-made. But having understand this, I want us to know this today that leadership is a journey. And only those people that are ready for that journey will be well trained at the end of the day. Having said this, I would like to proceed with the training for today, expecting that others will join us as we continue in the training. Though this is not a search, I would still like us to pray irrespective of our religious background. I will be praying in my own way of life, which is Christian. Father, Lord God of heaven, we thank you. We give you all the glory. We want to thank you for that which you are set to do again in this dream. We know that you are set to bless us. We know that you are set to release your blessing. But Father, it's our desire that as we look into the perfect law of liberty and as we go into this training, we are asking that you will teach us those things you want us to know for the glory of your name. That through this training, great leaders will emerge all over the world, especially in Nigeria, our own country. Leaders that will shut the course of prosperity for the people. Leaders that will believe in the prosperity of the nation. Father, we thank you. We give you all the glory. We thank you because all glory belongs to you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Like the theme for this conference is Remarkable leadership. Now, I will start with this. We've all been hearing the word leaders. We've all been hearing the word remarkable. And we've all been hearing the word leadership. But I want us to look briefly into this before we go far. When you say something is remarkable, what do we mean? Yes, that is where we start from. 
when you say something is remarkable, what are we talking about? It means it is notable. It is. It means that when you compare it to every other people in its in its category, it stands out. While leadership is the process of leading. Now, it means when you are talking about the remarkable leadership, it means a leader that have an edge over others that are leading in the same cycle. It talks about someone that have stand the test of time in leadership. It talks about someone that every other leader look up to when they are confused or when they don't know what to do. Having laid this background, I would like us to now proceed further as we consider this thing, these topics today. The first thing I want to ask you is because you must be sure of what you want to do if really you want to be great. So the first question I will ask as many that are listening to me tonight is are you really interested in becoming in being remarkable? Are you really serious about your leadership journey? Are you really serious that you want to be a leader that after you have died, your impact will still be will still be speaking? You really want to be a leader that others few of us are born with talents that make us more easilities. Some of us are born with talents that make us more easily successful as musicians or as musicians rather or mathematicians like my friend the statistician decoder or a mechanic others are blessed with talents that make empathy persuasion vision or communication come more easily some of our unique talents will help us in our journey to becoming a remarkable leader and other skills may not come as naturally to us so we may need to be more diligent or conscious in developing them. So while leaders are most definitely made, I hope you will agree that within our personal package of potential, we each are given tools that will aid us in our leadership development. There is a leader in you. I want you or whatever you are listening to me to say this to yourself. Tonight, there is a leader in me. Say it loudly, there is a leader in me. I conclude this introduction with this very simple sentence. Remarkable leaders are those who lead and develop others. I repeat, remarkable leaders are those who lead and develop others. My, I will now proceed with my philosophy about remarkable leaders. I repeat, I'm going to now proceed to my philosophy about remarkable leaders. Number one is our potential is vast. Our potential 
is vast. Think about the last time you were in a room of people where a baby was present, where was most of the focus in the room. Everybody in the room will focus on the baby, of course. We are all drawn to babies like metal to a magnet. That baby could be a president, a Nobel Prize winner scholar, a best-selling author, a preacher like myself, a teacher, a star, an, athlete, uh, an athletic, a footballer. We don't know. But we all focus on that baby. We know that a baby's potential is limitless. Because you are once a baby too. That same limitless potential that we now, that we know, reside in babies, still reside in us. Our potential is vast. We are capable of far more than we can ever imagine. This potential exists in all parts of our life, including our potential to be a truly remarkable leader. Like we all focus on that baby in the room, thinking of what it could become in the future, which we cannot say precisely, but we know that he has a lot of potential in him. Likewise, you have a lot of potential in you. You can become great. You can become the best. There are vast opportunities ahead of you that can make you remarkable as a leader. Number two is the power of choice. That is my second philosophy about remarkable leaders. One of the most valuable abilities we all have, something that distinguishes human from other animals, is the ability to choose. We make choices all day and every day. Many are subconscious and taken for granted. But we can choose how to respond to a situation, what to say, and how to view something. We also have the power to make a choice to learn and grow or to stay and stagnate. This conference is to help you use your power of choice wisely to help you become a remarkable leader. My third philosophy about remarkable leaders are opportunities are all around you. The skill of a leader are transferable across all the roles you play in all parts of your life. So while you are attending this conference, put on the lenses of your leadership role at work. Recognize that you can practice and use those skills you have learned, or you are learning, or you will, you will learn in your community, in your church, with your neighbors, or even at all. Leadership ability and skills are transferable. That's what you are most to, I want you to know today. And the skill you are going to learn, all the skills I'm going to optimize in this training, why I will not begin to look deep into those skills in our future training, are transferable to various organizations. You can use it to lead your country. You can use it to lead your organization. You can use it to lead your church. You can use it to lead your house. And you can also use it to lead yourself. So there are opportunities all around you. The fourth philosophy about remarkable leaders as we shouldn't settle. We shouldn't settle. 
if you believe and even if only intellectually at this point that your potential is good then it should be easy to see why you shouldn't settle for less than your best you didn't decide to attend this conference because you thought you could be slightly better than medical leader you didn't decide to learn more about leadership skills so you could get by deep down you you know you can be remarkable you shouldn't settle for anything less than your best reaching even closer to your potential whether as a leader or in any other part of your life this isn't the time or the place for compromise now is the time to take action to become what you are capable of being yes this is the time for you to take action and to become what you are capable of being having settled those philosophies i'm going to repeat those philosophies about remarkable leaders number one is our vast potential which i call our potential is vast number two is the power of choice number three is that opportunities are all around you and number four is we shouldn't settle having looked into that i will now go briefly into the skills that make leaders remarkable what are the skills that leaders need to become remarkable before we go any further i want you to get a meta picture of a person you consider a remarkable leader just get a meta picture of that person it might be in this country in your organization or in your place of worship someone you think is remarkable yes anytime you think about leadership you think about leaders your mind goes to that this person that personifies leadership to you yes i will give you like 30 seconds to think about that person just think about that person that you think when you are thinking about leadership this person person that you don't have skills that you see in that person that you don't have what are those skills that you see in that person that you don't have just take a look at that person in your mind what are those skills you think this person these skills make this person different it can be one it can be two it can be three it can be four it can be five it can be twelve that anytime you think about that person those are the things that make that person look so special to you I will continue. I'm sure you will see either one or two or three of the following skills I'm going to mention now. Number one is remarkable leaders, they learn continually. Number two, remarkable leaders, champions change. Remarkable leaders, champion change. The next is remarkable leaders communicate powerfully. 
Remarkable leaders communicate powerfully. The next is, remarkable leaders build relationships. I'm taking my time so that if you want to write it down, you can write it down. I'm going to go over the first four again. Remarkable leaders learn continually. Remarkable leaders champion change. Remarkable leaders communicate powerfully. Remarkable leaders build relationships. That is the first one I mentioned. Remarkable leaders develop others. Remarkable leaders focus on customers, clients, followers. Can you see that? Remarkable leaders focus on customers, on their followers, and on their clients based on the organization you find yourself. Remarkable leaders influence with impact. Remarkable leaders influence with impact. They don't influence by force. They influence with impact. The next is remarkable leaders think and act innovatively. Remarkable leaders think and act innovatively. The next is remarkable leaders value collaboration and teamwork. I don't like I don't want to use the word contributional to make it more ideal. Remarkable leaders value collaboration and teamwork. Next is remarkable leaders solve problems and make decisions. Remarkable leaders solve problems and make decisions. They don't push problems to their followers. They don't say go and beat, go and solve is a problem. No. They look they solve problems and make decisions. Next, remarkable leaders take responsibility and have accountability. Remarkable leaders take responsibility and have accountability. The next is remarkable leaders manage projects and process it successfully. And last key you are going to see there is remarkable leaders set goals and support goal achievement. They set goals and they support goal achievement. Now, having mentioned these 14, yes, I believe there are 14 skills. You are going to take these assignments by doing a self x-ray of yourself and see if you have these skills that I've mentioned in you. If not, you must start to strategically build those skills into your life. Because those are the skills you need with the help of God to become a remarkable leader in any way, organization, or society you find yourself. I haven't talked about those skills. I will move again to state this point clearly today that you must always remember that what makes you remarkable are those skills at which you truly excel. I'm repeating it. 
remember that what makes you remarkable are those keys at which you truly excel. Think about the outstanding leader you identified some minutes ago. When you thought of your role model leader, which is best you identified some minutes ago, did you focus on what he is not good at? Or did you remember or marvel at all that she, she or he is best at? Of course, you will remember that what makes you to remember him are those things that he is good at. I'm going to set a sample. We all know this great footballer, Niole Messi. He was known for his football ski. Nobody think about his swimming ski. No, but when it mentions the name Messi, what comes to your mind is his football ski and what he has been able to achieve with that. You don't think maybe and such, and you don't start to say, I don't even know maybe Messi can swim. No. When you think about the great the boat, what comes to your mind is 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 raising ski, not his dancing ski, not his jubilating ski, but his raising ski. How he was able to run and win the trophy, or how he was able to run and won the trophy, rather, is what comes to your mind. What of Anthony Joshua? He was known for his buzzing ski. Nobody is thinking about his singing ski. Maybe he can sing or not. Why do I cite all these examples? It's because I want you to know that what makes us remarkable are those skis at which we truly excel. What makes you remarkable are those skis at which you truly excel. If you have two or more skis at which you truly excel, you will likely be seen by others as highly effective. This is true in all fields of human endeavors. It is true in all fields of human endeavors. Be it sports, even a politist, even in ministry, for those that are working in God's vineyard, what people think about are those things at which you as well. And that is the reason you must strengthen your strength. Yes, you must know how to strengthen your strength. You must know how to strengthen your strength. You must know how to do it. And that will make me to quickly talk about strengthening your strength by just working on your weakness. Yes. Strengthening your strength and working on your weakness. I want to quickly talk about that. Tonight, I want you to draw a tree in your mind. Draw a tree in your mind. I'm going to wait for you to picture a tree and if you are with your noting pad or if you are with your writing material, you can also draw the tree on your notes. Yes. And if you think you are not with any of those things, just draw it in your mind. You will get 
the illustration perfectly. I'm going to wait for us for some seconds to do that. I believe you have done that. I don't know whether you drew a tree with leaves, an evergreen tree, or something else. But I'm sure that 90% of people following that direction will only draw half of a tree. <laughs> or they don't even draw at all. Or sometimes they draw a tree without a root. Or they draw only some just below the ground level. In fact, about half of the total plant mass of tree is below the ground surface. For any tree you see blossoming evergreen, is deeply rooted in the soil. But imagine when you draw your own tree, no roots. Yes, don't worry. There's something I want us to achieve without illustration. That is, the mass of the root system is as large as the mass of the tree branches and leaves. When you see a tree, uh, maybe an Iroko tree with very big stem, long, big branches, leaves, do you know that the size of the root might sometimes be the half of that oyster going deep, deep down into the soil to draw nutrients? Yes. That is a reflection of our strength and our weakness. The part above the ground represents our weakness. The one deeply rooted in the soil represents our strength. So I will now continue to hit the points now. What does this have to do with our strength and weakness? Everything. Just like a tree. Most people want to improve at something, focus on only what they can see. And what they can see are their weakness or weaknesses. If you want to excel at something, including leadership, you typically, you typically are looking for areas where you can improve. Yes, when you say improve your leadership strength, you are looking at areas you can improve. Yes, it's good. These are the things you see as weakness. But you may want to be, to be as good at a particular skill as someone you admire. Yes, I think you get that. Sometimes you want to be as good in one ski or the other, like our imaginary, remarkable leaders figure. You forget about your strength. That is, you forget about the root half of your ski tree, the part that nurses you, and the part that gives you strength, balance, and stability, which is your strength. Some of us, in the effort of we want to be better, we look, we focus so much on our weakness that we start stabbing our strength. We've forgotten that. Is that strength that nurtures us? Is that strength that gives us strength itself? And is that strength that gives us stability and balance in life? So many of us, in our effort to be better, we are now feeding our weakness. We are also staffing our strength. For example, have you ever had someone complimenting you for something that you thought was easy or that you otherwise took for granted? 
Did you ever stop to think that the compliment was valid and heartfelt? Like maybe you know how to sing. You are very good at singing. That is your skill. Or uh, you have this good ability to learn. So someone will tell you, wow, just like you start learning this thing yesterday and now you are so good. You now look at it. What am I good at? There are still a lot of things I don't know about that organization. And that is the reason you didn't think that that is very good of you. You now begin to think about those things. But can I tell you that the reason you didn't give that behavior much thought or that your ability to achieve great things in your field much thought was that it was something that came extremely easy to you. And there's some people somewhere that are also asking God for grace to be at your level. Those things that we are best at are all the things that we take for granted. Just like the root of a tree, your strongest key are what allow your tree to grow. The stronger and deeper the roots are, the taller the tree can and we grow. When giving feedback on your performance from a reliable person, someone with trust, or our superior officers, or people of diverse interests, like the people we call the 360 degree assess assessment fee, you will have a list of strengths and weakness to consider. But do you know what? When you give them your list of strength and weakness, most people look immediately to the weakness to determine what to work on and improve. Only few look at your strength you ought to build. Likewise yourself, when they give you a questionnaire to appraise someone in any field, you quickly realize that it is precisely the strength that made them stars, that make them effective people. It is not that weakness. Maybe you are given a form to appraise your superior officer at work. You will understand that what makes him a leader over you is his strength, not his weakness. If this is equally true for all of us, and not just the easily recognized stars, I believe that it is then that it makes sense for you to spend at least more time to strengthen your strength as you are also working on your weakness. The summary of everything I'm telling us tonight is that it is as you are working on your weakness, it is also necessary for you to keep working on your strength because what makes people to know you is your strength, not your weakness. This is not to give room to mediocrity, but to also give room to stability and relevance in your field. In your field. Let me conclude with this tonight. You are all born, or let me make it better, we are all born with unique set of skills and innate gifts in many ways. You have been a leader throughout your life. From childhood, you are believing yourself. Remember those good days that you play around the street? You are also leading yourself. 
regardless of your past experience, success or failure, my brothers and sisters, you have the capacity and the potential to be a remarkable leader. And this is the point I'm going to stop tonight. God bless us. In a week's time, we are going to continue one by one with those skills. But remember that those 14 skills are essential. I will quickly rush over it again. 14 skills that make you remarkable as a leader. Remarkable leaders snare continually. Remarkable leaders champions change. Remarkable leaders communicate powerfully. Remarkable leaders build relationships. Remarkable leaders develop others. Remarkable leaders focus on customers, clients, followers, depending on the organization you find yourself. Remarkable leaders influence with impact, not by force. Remarkable leaders think and act innovatively. Remarkable leaders value collaboration and teamwork. Remarkable leaders solve problems and make decisions. Remarkable leaders take responsibility and have accountability. Remarkable leaders manage projects and process successfully. Remarkable leaders set goals and support goal achievement. God spares our life. We are going to continue from there. Remember your leadership principle, which you must have at the back of your mind, is what makes us remarkable are those skills at which we truly excel. What makes us remarkable are those skills at which we truly excel. Look at Apostle Paul. We know many of us that were Christian before we think about other apostles in the Bible, the first thing that comes to our mind is Apostle Paul. It was because he was so remarkable as a writer and as a teacher that he contributes nothing less than 70% of the epistles. It's my prayer that the Lord will help us and keep us. I'm going to stop at this stage tonight. Let me use this minute to appreciate all of us that have come online to attend, to attend this conference. And those of us that will be listening to it, that will be downloading it, immediately we put it on the website. I want you to know that our world is in need of leaders that are remarkable. If Nigeria will be a better place, then we need better leaders than the present set of leaders that we have now. We need leaders that think beyond themselves. Leaders that think about their followers. I want you to know that Nigeria is counting on you. Your family is counting on you. Your community is counting on you. That one day you will rise on your feet and make the world a better place for them. God bless you. Thank you for attending this conference tonight. See you next week by God grace.